Welcome to Power Conversations Podcast. This podcast features discussions of overcoming by faith and resilience with women who are breaking glass ceilings and excelling to higher heights despite their past circumstances. Brought to you by What's Your Superpower TV channel, we will interview several women from across the globe who have overcome adversity and pushed through to fulfill their purpose. Hello, hello, and welcome to What's Your Superpower TV. WYSP TV is here today with Ms. Lakita Smith of the ABL Society. And we are going to learn all about her in her business today. So, Miss Lakita, tell us about yourself. So, I'm originally from New Orleans. I've been in Baton Rouge for the past 13, 14 years now. Okay. And I must say that I am enjoying the streets because I still run home. Right. And so, um, ABLS will be making two December 18th. <laughs> yes, yes, the progress. Yes. So I've been in the nonprofit sector for the past 20 years. I come from a line of community service. So my grandparents were um, civil rights activists in the city. And so we just generationally just came into the order of serving just as a second nature. And so um, ABLS actually was a vision of mine um, back in 2013 on BRCC campus. And so I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, to be honest with you. I knew that it was a void and I wanted to help. And I have a passion for giving back and I have served in so many different sectors under different leaderships. I had no idea. And I had to pray on it. And I had to pray on it hard and long. And I had to just wait. And four months before I actually incorporated, I just couldn't see. And so my logo, everything just came to me instantly. My mission, Mm -hmm. everything. And I was like, Okay, Concealed weapons classes, self-defense classes, mental wellness, scholarships. Yes. And so what do the scholarships go towards for the women? So well, like what can they enroll in? It's a lot of offering. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have an age rest- restriction, but you do have to be a minority woman that's mm-hmm. in college. And it doesn't matter um, what type of school it is. And mm-hmm. um, some of the scholarships, depending on the one that you're applying for, you do have to meet the criteria, just like any other right, right, right. But The application process is easier because we are here to alleviate hardships. But right. it's a love offering and we're promoting mental wellness. So it's like, here's this, go enjoy whatever you want, whether it's that full body massage, whether okay. it's the new tires for the core, All whether right. it's the upgrade on your laptop, a girl's trip, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be utilized in the capacity of um, collegiate. Mm-hmm. But we do want you to do something for you. So a self-care scholarship, yeah. how wonderful yeah. is that? Girl, yeah. that is amazing. Thank yeah. you for that. Thank <laughs> you just for yeah. being obedient. Yeah. Because I definitely understand that, you know, when God moves, you you definitely know it, you know, and you 
everything comes along with it. Like you say, he just it falls in place, and that's how you know that you're working in the divine order. transition here to Baton Rouge, what brought you here? Well, what brought me here was um, I was dating a guy and we decided to get married. And okay. so what happened was um, we both were doing Hurricane Katrina relief efforts. Okay. And so we met. And so it was easier for me to give up my home because I actually lived in Georgia. And mm -hmm. so I was down in New Orleans doing Hurricane Katrina relief, relief efforts making sure people had um, adequate housing. I mean, just, I just jumped right in because Katrina happened on my birthday oh. and I sat in Atlanta with a party um, that was canceled in New York at Jay-Z's 4040 Club and I sat there and said, okay, God, I'm watching my family on TV. I was seeing relatives in the Superdome and I'm in Atlanta feeling hopeless mm -hmm. and I said, what can I do? Because mm -hmm. I've always jumped in so I came back and I Open up shop and you know got a job, met a guy, you know the story, and so I relocated and I moved here mm -hmm. to Baton Rouge, and um, it was a transition. Mm -hmm. It was definitely a transition. It was different because um, just everything and being so close but yet so far away right. because New Orleans never returned to the New Orleans um, pre-Katrina. Correct, correct. Yeah, so I suffered because it was a vicarious trauma. Yeah. And I didn't even understand what vicarious trauma was at that time right. because I was just going through it because everything, my neighborhood, everything was just in people's moods changed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people, it, I just, it was just horrific. And yeah. then it happened on my birthday and I was seeing the bodies floating and it was just too much. And yeah. so that, that is how I ended up in Baton Rouge because after that time, um, he was stationed back. And so we had to make a decision. He was getting up three o'clock in the morning, then doing sixteen hours, and you know driving all the way back to New Orleans. So we made a decision to call that little job home. And so, um, you know, I've been here ever since. Yes, we welcome you. Thank you. I've been here ever since. Been serving ever since. And awesome. so, um, I must say that I enjoy the community because it's a lot of mixed people. Yeah. So I have a lot of fun with them teasing about more. Right, right. Y'all know that we do. We are both Louisiana. So 
I love New Orleans. I really do. It's the second home for me and the people, the food, of course, the cowardice that it's me though. But yeah, depends on what you cook. Well, not the home cooking, because you know that's a different. That's different. We gonna go on restaurant Um, because the home cooking is something you know totally different. Um, so you can't compare that. But um, I love New Orleans. And I'm so happy that you decided to stay yeah. here with us in Baton Rouge with your <laughs> husband and y'all are black loving it and working together to empower the community. Great, great things. definition of wealth people tend to take it just like we interpret the bible in our own way <laughs> and wealth to me um instantly it's how you are it's your characteristics it's the way you treat your tribe it's the way that um it's your creed in life it's you it's your dna your blood it's how you treat your family your friends your community um, the janitor, mm-hmm. not the CEO. That's it. That's your wealth, mm-hmm. your thoughts, your intentions. What type of individual are you? Yes. How you treat other people? What are your thoughts and your call home? That's what makes you wealthy. That's it. You know, are you an asset or your liability? No. You know, because the tongue is powerful. So, are, what are your thoughts? What are you manifesting into this world? Are you doing your job here? We have a job here. Are you doing your job? You know? Right. And so that is wealth to me. And a woman of wealth is a woman that understands her purpose. Mm-hmm. Even if you have to fight, even if you're in the wilderness, you're not putting other people down while you're in that search. Right. Right. And so wealth to me is standing on foundational principles and understanding life and, and being that light, even in, even in your darkness. Yes. Even in yes. your struggles, being that person that is providing that life. And so many of us get confused on wealth. Yeah, it's fine to be financially stable. We should be. Definitely. We should be. But a woman with those with that, that woman of that caliber is always going to be wealthy. Amen. Because God is always going to provide and bless in the universe as well. That's it. You know, so you're going to be 10 times full blessed because you understand what you're doing here. You, you understand that this is not just about you. Right. So wealth is your actions. Wealth yeah. is your character. Mm-hmm. Wealth is your morals and values and yeah. how you position yourself to spread that to others. Definitely. Awesome. Definitely. So we as women, what do you think we could do more of to spread that wealth and to spread the knowledge of that wealth to other women that may be caught up in the financial part of it. And the reason I chose you for this topic was because I loved your answer um, 
to some of the pre- previous interview questions that we send out. And so I love that you didn't take it in a financial way. Right. Because all of that, we can't take that with us. That is not is that is not what's gonna save us in the end. Right? Right. You can't take none of that with us. That's right. So we have to really, really grow on our values, grow on grow with our family. And family isn't just your blood, it's the people that support you, it's the people that back you is the people that show you love the strangers that show up that's it the people that show (laughs) up and and guess what even if they're late Mm -hmm. i'll take that because they came on time support that's right (laughs) so yes women and wealth we should definitely you know take miss lakita's advice and stand on our morals stand on our values and grow in that and look beyond um the material aspect of wealth um look at the wholeness of your body understanding your temple understanding that um your health matters yes you know all of that alone in physical and mental you know we get so caught up in you know the healthy healthy which you Mm -hmm. know at our age we're not old but we are mature and we have health issues that arise as our age gets you know, bigger and bigger, we get suspect, you know, get, um, what word am I looking for? We are more susceptible to getting health issues as we get older. Mm -hmm. And so we really get caught up in that aspect of it, the physical, but mentally, we have been going through trauma since little yeah since little kids since you know we can't really say babies because we don't really perceive it as such at that age but if we are looking from the outside looking in a lot of us have been through trauma since birth and so we don't clear that up in our lives it's hard to walk in your purpose yeah you know it's hard to really know what wealth is and know what it takes to build your character, know what it takes to really be a person that attracts support. Yeah. Because we have to do that as well. You know, we want the support, but are you worthy? Listen in to Power Conversations podcast featuring discussions of overcoming by faith and resilience. Now streaming on Spotify. Are you supporting your sister, your brother? That's the kind of conversations that we have because we have a lot of women that come into the organization. And um, when I do my assessments and they talk about the lack of support mm-hmm. and I ask them and I do a personality assessment and I ask them questions and I'm finding out, but they don't. Mm-hmm. You know, and I saw a meme on Instagram and say, what would happen if you end up staging and you pass out? Because sometimes it's you. <laughs> right. Sometimes right, and we have to recognize that, like that is like so real. You and know, I in the room, and I tell them straight up, "No, sis, let's go all the way back." Now, That's it. Remember what you said on thirty, and I'm here for accountability. So mm-hmm. you know, I could take you being mad at me, right? But I'm not going to sleep without telling you the truth. You That's can't it. say BLS for the truth. That's sis. it. That's it. And for release <laughs> and relief. That's right. You know. So That's yeah, right. That's awesome. I'm That's so right. glad that mm-hmm. you are 
going that deep with them. Like, yeah, of course. You know, because sometimes our family, they may be going that deep, but it doesn't, the approach is totally wrong. That's true. You know, so we kind of take it differently. Yeah. You know, take it as criticism yeah. as, as, as opposed to help yeah. and just kind of shy away from the conversation. Yeah. But when you have someone that doesn't know everything about you, but is reaching out to help you mm-hmm. get past those things, it's a little easier to let it out. And realize that, look, she's just being 100 with me. She's trying to help me. She's, you know, pulling all of this. I tell from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Listen. Yeah. This is raw and real for you and I. That's it. You know. That's it. Because I'm exposing my spirit to you. And I'm not taking this home. That's it. You know. And you are great at leaving that there. That's right. <laughs> you yeah, know, because. Um, right. And really in all aspects of career and mm-hmm. you know working with people we do have to kind of when you close the office you close that you know because it'll spill over to your family mm-hmm. and then you find yourself arguing with your husband because you brought work home and he trying to do what he do every day love <laughs> you you know and I don't know what y'all have going on in y'all house, but I, you know, I just know I have worked with people. I, I'm a hairstylist, so right. no, right. I'm not a counselor, counselor, but hey, I'm a counselor. Um, no, I think since the late 1800s, um, barbers, um, and counselors, you, you know, well, you know the history, mm-hmm. um, originally because my background is hairstylist. So okay. uh, yes, forever, like forever. Yeah. And so, um. Yeah, we were the original counselor. Yeah. The social so you, And you so, have to really, yeah. like, leave all that there mm-hmm. because it's a heavy burden if you carry it. Mm-hmm. It's a heavy burden if you mm-hmm. carry it, but as you grow, you learn that, you know, you don't have to get in their shoes to know how they feel or to, you know, help them out of that situation. So once again, I want to thank you for that service. I want to thank you for continuing your mission with ABLS in Louisiana and afar, because you will stretch afar. Yes, and you will continue and you will grow. And so I have another question for you. I know that you serve in multiple platforms. One, your first love, which is your mental wellness yeah. tell me what else you've been doing so for a long time i've been doing criminal justice reform as well okay and so um advocating with criminal justice reform is it's heavy work mm-hmm. and um i would say that over the mental wellness because the mental wellness comes with a lot of principles so it teaches you how um to to refrain from getting to that point it understands your triggers okay you know it teaches you meditation. Mm-hmm. But criminal justice reform, you're angry. Mm-hmm. You know, you're dealing with a lot of angry people. As of this morning, you know, and so things, you know, that doesn't turn off. Right. My phone does not turn off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um, advocating for voting rights and just increasing um, voter registration among minorities, things of that nature, you know, being a part of the East Baton Rouge Paris Prison Reform Coalition, um, vote, 
um, Black Voters Matter, mm -hmm. um, the Promise of Justice Initiative. I mean, we have a lot of community partners and I play an essential role in all of these organizations because I am at the table where we're sitting down and we decide what's next. What do we do for our community? And I'm on a steering committee for the East Baton Rouge Paris Prison Reform Coalition. Okay. And so we're trying to reduce the number of deaths that are happening right here in our local jail. Mm. And so, um, you know, advocating for criminal justice reform and social justice is so much. It's so That's much. It. it is so much. And I mean, I have went so far as to Salzburg, Austria mm -hmm. in 2013. Mm -hmm. Um, for global citizenship, it was a um, cohort that I was awarded mm -hmm. from Coca-Cola, and I spent 13 days there, and um, it was talking about how we start right here at home. Mm -hmm. And I said to myself, this was so empowering. Mm -hmm. It was. It was so empowering. It was, it was unreal because um, they were looking at our issues. And they was telling us about global citizenship. And I was like, well, yeah. I felt empowered because, you know, when you think about how can I make a difference? And we sat down and we did almost like a blueprint. And God gave me that vision because you start right next door. Yes, it is. The people around you, the people closest to you. Yes. What's Your Superpower TV is now accepting advertising partners. Advertise with us and put your brand in a position to reach over 160 million households in over 128 countries. Contact us today at www.whatsuperpower.com for more information. And like you say, nobody can take that from me because you know you gave your all. Mm -hmm. I thank you so, so much for coming here with us today, Ms. Lakita Smith. And before we end your interview, please share with our viewers your how to contact you, yes. um, your social media. Mm -hmm. And if you have, if there is any way that we can help mm -hmm. in your efforts of ADLS, or your criminal reform, let us know. Okay, so you can reach me. I am on Facebook, Lakita Marie Smith. It's L-A-K-E-T-A Marie Smith. I'm also on Instagram, um, educated yeah. underscore Bella. And you can follow uh, Bella LaFemme Society on Facebook. On Instagram, it's ABL Society. You can look us up on the website and also subscribe. We also have amazing candles. So our mother site is ablsociety.org. Our candle site is shopabl, abl society, abls.org. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. We have way too many. <laughs> and so you can connect with me. Um, I'm always willing to connect, engage, and empower. So um, I am that person that if you want to say hello, hi, you know, don't be a stranger, please. And and it doesn't always have to be in crisis. So if you are in need, if you know someone that is struggling or having some issues with um, the criminal justice system, please let me know. We just got a black DA in New Orleans. Hello, Hello. Jason Williams. 
So, um, you know, we are definitely proud of that. It was some setbacks going on with that campaign. But, you know, with any black politician, you know that that is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And so I must say, so um, if you need any advocacy dealing with any type of um, incarceration, please let me know. That's what VOTE stands for. Um, it's by the formerly incarcerated and advocating for the formerly incarcerated and the currently incarcerated. So um, we help with a lot of different avenues, as well as the East Baton Rouge Parish Prison Reform Coalition, and as well as ABLS. And um, if there is anyone that's in need of clothing, we have a better closet. So we do have some clothes available. Awesome. And we do what is called a community complimentary shopping experience, where you can come and you can get some um, resources and some free clothing and privacy. This is Take advantage, idea. guys. Take advantage. <laughs> we have clothes with tags on. Very <laughs> nice items. Yes. Given yeah. from the heart. Yeah. You know, she sets them up like you're at a store. Yeah. And you go through there and you get what you need with no questions asked, no strings attached. Y'all, look out for Miss Lakita. Go and follow her. Ring her phone or her DM. 205 <laughs> Send a text. Yes. Um, and I want to say this. If you are experiencing any type of hardship or you are not right in your spirit, I have daily affirmations that I send out via text. Please connect with me. Sign up, y'all. Sign up. Don't stay in that space. Yes. We are here to empower, inspire, yes. educate, That's right. network. <laughs> okay? We are women here that have the same positive attitude towards empowerment. And so we thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you, Kevin. You are very, very welcome. We will continue to spotlight ABLS and her efforts so that we can keep this going in our community. Also, thank you again for joining us for What's Your Superpower TV. We'll be back with our next guest. This show is sponsored by HD Bling Rhinestone Apparel. Visit their online store at www.hdbling.com.